Today I speak with Ingrid Schnell. Ingrid is an artist in her own right, but she also helps aspiring artists develop from a studio situated bang on sunset in West Hollywood. She has high expectations of the people she works with and believes that setting a clear path is fundamental for success as a young singer. And I'll give them, you know, week to week assignments that really help them develop, you know, whether it is in their songwriting, in their musicality skills, in their vocal skills, um, so that they can one day when they are in the recording studio, step up to the plate and deliver. Right. Welcome to San Bernardino, is that what it is? San Bernardino, yep. Sa San Bernardino. California. Um, so, the reason why we're sat on benches with this wonderful view behind us is we want to talk about education and young people. And I want to get your vibe on what you think works for, for young people. Mm -hmm. um, I was lucky to sit in one of your lessons. Yes, you were. Uh, that was a beautiful experience, thank a you. A little 10-year-old who's a young, <laughs> great artist. Yeah, really was. Uh, we'll talk about more, a little bit more about her uh, in a bit, but I want to just kick off by asking you about where you are, because your studio is on sunset right right on and uh, right in the middle of hollywood yeah bob dylan used to write there and what's the what, the venue across the road i hear chateau marmont yeah it's the famous chateau marmont uh jim morrison from the doors hung out of the window right over there there's a lot of, I, in fact i had a tour all the way down <laughs> just before your studio uh -huh. um, dave dave gave me a tour and he was like this happened here this happened here uh -huh. so about james belushi i mean it's, pretty, it's a sad story but story. something went yeah, down yeah, there yeah, yeah. Um, but in other news, what do, you, what do you think about your location? Because you, for me, are all about artist development. You've got some projects in place at the moment that are looking to do that, right? Right. Artist development. Do you think your location is a valuable aspect to, to what you're doing? Very much so. I mean, I get to develop artists and connect them with the best producers, songwriters, um, best studios, equipment. So it allows them to really explore and work with professionals in the business. Nice. When you, let's just, let's just say you, 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 somebody comes into your studio, a young person between the ages of, I don't know, like eight or 12. Right. I'm sure you get them, right? Yes. What is your initial thought? Do you think you, let's, let's go. Let's, you, we're looking for the, I mean, obviously assessing their goals, but if they're like, I want to be famous, what do you do with that? Well, it kind of depends where, I mean, where their musicality level is, where their voice is, how developed they already are or are not. I mean, if you're talking about someone who's a complete beginner, we're starting at step one. Ear training, uh, understanding their voice, understanding what it is to sing a song. Um, if someone comes in and they've already had lessons for years and they know their voice a little more, they can get through a song in front of people and really do, you know, a good job. Then, you know, it's being really specific about textures and tone quality and performance and do they understand every lyric and how they can convey it to an audience. And also, do they know what style of music they're going to be singing and really develop that, which a 10-year-old really doesn't know. So it's guiding them through the process of really being becoming a musician and an artist. It's quite a lot there for them to take on, right? It's a lot for yeah, a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, I, how much of that for you is about, I mean, you said the word guidance there. Um, I mean, mindset. You know, somebody walks in and, and they've got this vision of, uh, maybe it's just looking at stars on the mm -hmm. TV and, oh, that looks amazing trying to reformat the mind a tiny bit in terms of there's some work here that needs to be done. Right. Maybe you need to look at this. Maybe you need to look at styles that you're not 
that you wouldn't have looked at in the first place. Right. Um, how much of it? How much of that is important in in changing mindset with young people? Do you think? Well, it's pretty big. I mean, I kind of go by the kid. It depends on the kid and and their goals and whether it's just you know a fantasy or if it's really a dream and a career. If it is really a dream and a career, you know, I'll, I'll show them what it really takes to get there. And then it's up to them to come up to par and really do the work. And I'll give them, you know, week to week assignments that really help them develop, you know, whether it is in their songwriting, in their musicality skills, in their vocal skills, um, so that they can one day when they are in the recording studio, step up to the plate and deliver. Right, and I think that was one of the biggest things that I found with you watching you, yeah. was your level of expectation. Right. Do you, is that what's guided it? And in fact, actually, where did that come from for you? Did, was that, what was your education like? Did you? I mean, mine was started just vocal lessons and I didn't really understand what it took to be a singer until I came out to LA and I saw the competition and I was a little older. So, um, and also certain teachers didn't really push me in the direction of really being becoming a musician and so when I worked with bands you know y y I was just a karaoke singer I wasn't really a singer in until I learned that I really need to be a musician and so um, when I look at kids and they're coming in and they really want to be an artist I I don't want them to go through it in their early 20s I want them to have all those skills as a child so that when they do walk in they can be the 17 year old who can hang with the band right. not just stand there and be deliver be able to deliver one song just the way that they practiced it for the past year they should be able to do a whole set and so with that in mind what is i noticed there's a, there's a, there's a kind of package i don't know if it's a package in your mind whether it's just kind of innate right you, 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 with um what's your student's name kaya kaya yeah what was the, there seemed to be a process in mind. And I know that all teachers, I mean, it's similar, like yeah, our background everybody is similar. has it, right, right. It's, it's this, this, you've got a plan in your head, this is where I want the lesson to go because I've got this goal. Mm -hmm. Is that what you had with uh, Kaya? Because there were some seriously innovative things going on in, in that lesson that yeah. I was just like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Where did that come from? You know, I kind of let this, I let the student guide me as to what they want to do. Every, every week it's, what do you want to work on? What are your goals? What, are, what is troubling you when you are at home practicing? But then according to whether it's a run that's sloppy, um, their timing is off, the phrasing, maybe the higher notes are giving them troubles. I don't want to just focus on one thing. I want, them, I want to give them step by step one thing to focus on on each aspect so that when they're home, they can just focus on that and not get too frustrated. Because right. um, in the end, as they do the work, it'll all come together. Right. So it's just little focusing of it so that they can get little wins as they go along. I like that, yeah. And yeah. it really was that because then you give a little summary of like, okay, the first section was like riffing, wasn't it? Yeah, or we did ear training. Ear training. And then we did uh, exercises, riffing, and then we did songs and performance. Cool. So it's like a little toolbox you just put yeah. on there, yeah. And uh, so with that in mind, talent. <laughs> this is a horrible question, I'm so sorry. <laughs> What is talent, Ingrid? I believe it's skill. I mean, I don't believe that someone walks in and just can sing. Um, I believe it's putting your mind to something. You know, you might have an innate ability, just like, you know, you might be athletic, but it doesn't mean 
you're gonna, it doesn't mean, okay, I'm gonna be the best basketball player or baseball player. You might just be very in tune with your body and according to where you focus and what you do and how much you practice and who's around you, your team, your coaches is where you're gonna go. So I think, you know, a kid can come in and not really know how to sing, but with the right coaching and the right mindset and the, go the right goal and a step-by-step -step process of getting where they wanna go and doing the work you can kind of do what you want to do. Mm. You just need the right people around you and the work ethic. The work ethic, yeah, massive. All right, so if, if you had 20 kids around you mm -hmm. in a room, in a classroom, I know you're teaching one-to-one, -one, so it's, right, it's, it's a different, different situation. So this is a, this is a bomb I'm about to drop on you. So 20, 20 kids in front of you, they have to be taught in a group, in a group way. Mm -hmm. What things, I mean, let's, let's go for three. Three things that you would focus on in terms of getting the best out of them? For a group? Mm. Ooh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so individual. Um, I only work with one person at a time, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, I would do more musicality skills instead of, because I think the voice is so individual that, that that's something you do need to work one-on-one, -on -one, but you can work on your musicianship, on um, learning about music, theory, songwriting, um, harmonizing, all that kind of stuff together and really learn music. To get, that, that's something you can do in a group. Even performance you could do as a group because you can learn by watching each other. But understanding your voice and your instrument, that's, that's something I think that's an individual process. Right, so you just go away and, and, and do that on your own, but the inspiration, motivation, and even, I mean, I even think that the... Um, the the ethos or the, the the work ethic can be instilled in a, in a group situation right. you know um it's interesting uh, yesterday wendy Parr, were you in wendy's session yesterday? no i was not but she was naughty well what were you doing instead i i was in a songwriting session listening to a songwriter fair enough okay um but wendy wendy was talking about when people come into the studio and they they've got this idea of who they want to sound like right. you know they've been listening to Celine Dion all their life and right they sing Celine Dion songs and she was talking about the transition from the, I love doing this I love singing this song especially if I'm going to karaoke and I can and I can show people what I'm doing but one of the trickiest things transitioned is taking that human being from this is singing to me which is singing Celine Dion songs right, to skill. a skill is that what you yeah, yeah into artistry right yeah that's different um one thing is to go okay I want to be able to hit all of Whitney Houston's notes right and, and spot on. And the other thing is to be able to deliver something that comes from your heart and, um, and really touch and connect to an audience. That's very different. And to, to walk away with, this is my flavor on music. This is, you know, my cadence. This is how I, how I tell a story. That's very different. different. Right. Mm -hmm. And how do you go about helping people explore that? Um, through song selection, um, well, we'll try different styles. We'll go into jazz, we'll go into um, pop, R&B, rock, and maybe even grab a song that they would never sing, ever, uh, in some rock tune that maybe like was produced too hard. Grab those lyrics and the melody and have them sing it a little differently. Right, right. Just to See if they can find themselves in it. An individual journey once again, isn't mm -hmm. it? That's the thing. Cool. Okay, well that's awesome. Yeah. I've got five, I've got, hmm, I say five, let's do three. We'll see how it goes. 
A couple of quick fire questions okay. for you. I'm really intrigued to know what's going on inside your head. Uh -huh. So if I, if I say this next word to you, what comes to mind? It can be a, it can be a thing, a, a word or a person. Okay. First thing that comes to mind when I say the word successful. Will Smith. Wow, okay, go on then. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he, every challenge, he, I mean, when he started, like, he always had something about him, a personality. He was always a personality and very driven. But he wasn't great when he started. We, we saw him grow from when he was a kid to now, and now we see an artist, and we see, wow, this man is is moving, but I, I just, I love listening to, to him talk about his process and about how, you know, he, he'd be like, I'm not the best actor, but now you look at him and he's the highest grossing actor. Right, and I, for me, I mean, I'm not into films, I'm not a film person. Right. Um, but whenever I see his films, serious, it, I don't know what it is, I, I guess it's that thing that films do to people. Right. They normally watch them, but he definitely, there's some, some emotional effect there. Mm -hmm. um, Nice choice. Okay, next word. Singing legend. Stevie Wonder. Nice choice. I don't think you need to explain that, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> last, last question, last uh, word. What comes to mind when you hear the word love? Music. Correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been your life, yeah? Mm-hmm. And fulfilling it now. Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm lucky that I get to be in the position where I'm at, where I get to develop artists, and then I also get to write with people, co-write, produce. It's, um, it's a lucky spot to be in. Ace. Well, Ingrid, thank you so much yeah, no for your problem. time. Inspiring, as always. And uh, I guess we better go to some sort of class. Yes, we do. All right. All right. Lovely thank stuff. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Stay tuned for more educational research videos coming right up. But if you want to join me on this journey, please subscribe to my YouTube channel or like my Facebook page and or find me on Twitter. All of these you can find by sticking Steve Giles UK into the search box. Next time I speak to Claire Kelly, Operations Director for the Mindfulness in Schools project. She lets us know how we can help school kids become a little more mindful, but also lays down some shocking truths. We're in quite a lot of trouble, you know, in about 20, 30 years time, we've got at one end the growing um, elderly population and the problems that come with that and dementia and so on. And at the other end, you've got the young people with mental health issues and, and it's kind of a perfect storm brewing.